BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What's up, Square Pit Brigade? On this episode, we have Courtney B. from Wild and Out, comedian extraordinaire. We discuss dating people with no ambition, catching a man cheating. What happens if your guy is raised with no dad and missing all of the red flags? That's right. That's right. And uh, this was a hilarious episode with Courtney. And... Uh, we went into some more stuff over at Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash manschool202. That's where we do the bonus episodes. And it, if you sign up, it helps us support the show and you get bonus content like uh, the episode where we talk about the pros and cons of dating someone who is the man, you know, like the top guy. And um, also, you know, just the we go over the jelly bean theory. And uh, we help Courtney deal with her new man. She's very excited like she, to help her spot whatever potential red flags there might be. So all that is uh, over on the bonus show at patreon.com slash manschool202. I'm not an alpha male. I'm not a beta male either. I'm just a better man. Better man. Well, put your happiness first, because if you don't, they won't. Yo, what's up, y'all? GYBB, get your balls back. WWDD, what would Dante do? The sexual revolution being podcasted, and I am excited. Harry, how you doing? You ready to rock and roll? I am ready to rock and roll. I am ready. I was born ready to rock and roll. That's my middle name, Harry Rock and Roll Turjanian. Is that what it is? I I've rock, never, I've then never I heard, roll. I've never heard anybody call you that ever, you know Harry. Why? Because you don't rock and roll. That's why. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. Right. Uh, let's People get into who rock it. and roll know. I want to introduce... Uh, my new my new friend, now my new friend, uh, very funny comedian, tearing it up all over the comedy scene, doing things. Uh, just saw you in the Michael Che. Yeah, that's Dan Michael Che on that's HBO Dan Max. Michael Che. Uh, Hilarious show. Give it up for Courtney B. Yo, give it up for Courtney B. Ooh. What up, Mama? Uh, what's, what's up, up y'all? You giving real, real, uh, real shiny R uh, like. Beyonce today, uh, legendary, <laughs> and the nails is done up. Oh my goodness! You know what I'm saying? It's just it's top tier. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I said I'm gonna be on here with Dante and Harry. I gotta get <laughs> top tier constant. You know? What and I'm you saying? know, you know, I'm a cute dog. I'm loving them, them, them nails. You know? Ah, uh, you a cute dog? Ain't <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Dante is showing off the uh, branding, the uh, fraternity <laughs> branding. Them some old ass brands too. Them brands is yeah. old, like slave brands. Those oh, old brands. oh, I didn't know that's how Not they did it in the fraternity. Brands. I didn't join a frat, so I don't know. Like, I this. just, I just got my thirty fifth year in a fucking frat. That's just, I don't niggas. Claudia ain't even thirty five. You twelve? I am thirty five. You look like about? you look like sixteen. Aw, you so sweet, Dante. It's not weird me. You look like a 16-year-old Beyonce. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> That's what he said. Well, you combine all That's those compliments said. together. I was like, damn, I can't wait to Courtney grow up. <laughs> I was like, oh. Grown, grown. Grown, Damn, is that all that us, all that ass in them pampas? Jesus Christ. <laughs> is that a pamper? <laughs> Stop flirting, Dante. 
What's going on, mama? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. You know what I'm saying? I'm just out here grinding and, you know, doing shows. Tomorrow, my episode of Wildin' Out premieres on VH1 at 8 p.m. Okay. 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 Yeah. Make sure y'all tune in to be because your girl is on there. Let me ask you something. Doing the wild and thing, like, because I've never been a, did you do improv or or, or, or no? Just, you just no, funny. I didn't do improv. I'm just funny. Uh, But doing wild and out, what I did realize is that I probably do need to work on my improv. So I've been taking improv classes just to kind of like brush up on it. Oh, cool. Where are you taking them? Um, I've been taking them at the pit. Okay, yeah. People's uh, Improv Theater. Yeah, I've been taking them there. Uh, and it's been pretty good. You know, like I said, I'm just learning, like, mm. how to be in those scenes. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it's a different thing. Yes and. It's yeah. a different thing. It's a different yeah. thing. You know, I'm a stand-up comedian, so it's a little different. I like to write stuff down. Yeah, but yeah. when you're on that stage, I mean, mm. it is really improv. So you yeah. really kind of got to, like, bring it. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. It is. It is. It's something that, uh, for the most part, if it wasn't for Nick Cannon, black people would not be doing. Because you, you can't, you can't, you can't tell your parents, yo, I, I, I forget about college. I'm going to improv. Yeah, you be like, you get nah. hit in the head with a slipper. No, Somebody, ain't no money in that shit. Yeah, Hell, my mama barely let me be a comedian. Really? How did that work? I mean, she wasn't with it or what? What were I you? Mean, what were you doing initially? Like, where, where were you at? How long, first of all, how long you been doing it? So I've been doing comedy since 2014. Okay. Um, I moved to New York in 2012. Where okay. from? Uh, I moved from Florida. I got my okay. degree at Florida A&M University. Shout out to the HBCUs. Oh, 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 um, oh. <laughs> and I had gotten my, my degree in journalism. Okay. So when I all moved right. to... New York, I was working at Deutsch ad agency and I was doing digital production. Like I was working with like companies like Snuggle and like mm-hmm. Outback Steakhouse and stuff. Right, 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 right. You know, it was very comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. I mean, not I just knew I wasn't supposed fulfilling. to be there. Yeah. It wasn't fulfilling. Yeah. And I'm not the type to stay in stuff that I hate. Yeah. So um I quit that job and then I started working with kids, which I love kids, but then I got fired from that job. Oh, wow. How'd you get fired? So, this is my theory on my. Oh, oh, I got fired. Okay. Uh oh. Oh, boy. Anytime you go, well, here's what I think. Here's what I think. Now, here I go. What had happened was. uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's never good when you go, what had happened was. What had happened was. My best friend, she my best friend now. She wasn't my best friend then. But she did not have a degree. Okay. I had a degree. Mm -hmm. So a position became available for me to be a a manager, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I took the position as a manager. My best friend had been working there for like years, maybe like six years. And Mm -hmm. then I come in and I take this with the degree and then yeah. With the degree. My best friend ended up getting her degree, graduating and getting her degree. So once she got her degree, they was like, oh, she Let's got her degree now. Oh. Yeah. That's like uh, what Okay. All right. Yeah. They hired, they hired her and fired me, which, which, you know, it was a crazy time. But right, I right. ended up having to go live with her and everything. I was oh, like, oh, bitch, you took my job. 
I'm gonna move in with your ass. <laughs> I got it. Uh, since it's your fault that I don't have no job, I'm gonna move in with your ass. And how long did you move in with You know what? She let me, her, her and her husband, mind you, she hadn't, this is the wow. crazy part. She hadn't even, yeah, this is crazy. She hadn't even been married for six months at the time. She had a, wow. uh, a, a four-year-old daughter uh-huh. and they was living in the Bronx. She let me move in with them for a year. I stayed with them for a year. That's, and you know, sisters don't put you in their house with their man. With their man. That's mm-hmm. what I, yo. Right. I, I mean, right out the gate, too. I'll give it, yo, when give I it, tell, give it legendary Beyonce, too. Like, and when know. I, t- you know, you know. <laughs> but see, this is, this is, this is successful, Courtney. You get what I'm saying? This uh-huh. here, right here. This is successful. <laughs> These are successful edges. See, it, when when I'm stressed, my edges is a little different. The hair is a little different. You know right, right, right. The edges more, ain't bleached. The knots ain't plucked. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's a little so, different. You're saying at the right. time you didn't look like Beyonce. No, 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 uh, no. I was looking like uh, Azalea Banks. Okay. okay. <laughs> and that's why she was like, all right, you're safe. My husband's safe. It was like, my husband, ain't, she, he ain't going to be pressed. It was a little hey, bit man. insulting, actually. You're like, you, seriously, you're going to let great. me move in? Right, yeah. right, right, right. You're right, like, right, bitch, right, right. You, I can have him if I want. Shit, I just don't want to take your man. I can yeah. take your man. Like, whatever. Oh, the fridge, anything love, in the man. fridge is yours. Except hey, the right. Courtney, you on your phone? Yeah, I'm you, on phone. Turn it sideways. Turn it portfolio. So we get a bet. We get more. You there? We go. Yeah. Like, hold on a second. It look crooked. It look crooked. Yeah. Not right. No. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you all right? But I mean, just move over a little bit. Slide over a little bit. Right, hold on. I'm trying to. I'm a janky now. Hold on. Mm-hmm. What it look? It look crooked, right? Yeah, it look crooked, but I mean, you gotta slide over. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh. This is great. This is a great podcast. This is a great podcast. That's fine. Yeah, that's better. That's better. That's better. That's perfect. She keeps showing them Beyonce curls that wet and wavy. You see? You see? That's that BH1 money. That's that BH1 money. Oh. Yeah, so, so she lets you stay in the house. For a whole so year, for a whole year, and then um, I end up getting on my feet because I did. I ended up getting. You know who was paying at the time, y'all? Who's Instacart. That? Instacart. Really, you, you know, doing Instacart? Yeah, yeah. So they was paying at the time. At the time, there were no like regulations on like hours and shit, right? Right, right, right. So I would go in there and clean up. I'm talking. About, I was making like fifteen hundred to like sixteen hundred a week. Because really? they would give people would give tips. We was getting paid on tips, so yeah, like, right. we would get like I think we was getting like maybe like twelve, fifteen an hour. Mm-hmm. And me and if they gave you a tip on top of that, right, right. And mind you, I was working in um, Gowanus, mm-hmm. so these white folk they they it hefty. it's hefty tips. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I tell you I was going home and then. We was doing like 40 hours a week and stuff like that. Like our, our hours was crazy. Right, so right. then once Uber started like revving up, Uber put the like heat on the government or something like that. Cause then they mm. ended up making us mm. hourly. They took away the tips and all of that. 
But mm-hmm. that's what ended up getting me on my feet, and I was able to move out of her house and kind of like okay. start functioning again. Where you live at now? Where you at now? What what borough are you in? I'm in Brooklyn. Okay, all right. I'm a Brooklyn girl. You know, I love Brooklyn. You are, now you you originally moved here from where though? Where did you say? You moved I here? moved here from Florida, but I I'm okay. originally from Detroit. Born and raised. In Detroit. Detroit is Detroit is still open. It's still open. I don't. I thought they closed. Me. What you? What you? What you trying to say? Detroit is very much open. What are you insinuating? Detroit is good and popping. I you just opened for, for Roy Woods Jr. at the Garden Theater. You know they was closed for a while. You know they was closed for a while. They were Stop. never closed. <laughs> I went to Detroit and they had. We'll we'll be back in fifteen minutes. Now. Yeah. <laughs> It was like one hour later. <laughs> Don't try to play these. Things. Thank That's you. That's crazy. So, so Courtney, I mean, um, Carrie. Yeah. So, me and Courtney been planning this for a while, and we talked about it. And I was like, "Yo, I want you to come on the show." And then we weren't really doing the studio thing, and she wanted to come in the studio, but like now I'm selling the house, and it's all it was all yeah, kind yeah. of crazy. And then I ran into she why you're in me, the living room in front yeah. of a painting of yourself. Well, right now. He is so vain. He is so vain. By the way, just so you know, that's only one of the paintings of himself in that house. Oh, there, there are multiple. Is, I yeah. do believe there's a minimum of two. There might be three. I haven't been there in a bit. Now let me okay. just say, let me get a story that those were fans that made those paintings. And okay. I just I just like showing my appreciation. Mm, sure. Oh, you so, big time fans. Yeah. Harry, you got paintings of yourself? Like, yo, uh, so. No, I don't. I don't. No fans, I don't. No fans Harry, not, certainly okay. not from the podcast. They've not. No. <laughs> I just, Harry, got a, Harry got a stick figure yeah. that they sent him. But you, I, have a, I have a couple positive tweets that I printed out and I hang on. Yeah. He got a stick figure on loose leaf paper. Yeah. But it, put, it keeps falling down because <laughs> I don't have a frame for it. I just kind of hang it on my fridge. But that's the oh, fridge. I got. Yeah. Okay. I'm not at my house now. You got magnets I on do. your fridge. I do. I do. That's very adult of you. That's an yeah. adult thing. To have magnets on the fridge. To have magnets on your fridge. My mom has magnets. That's like yeah. an adult mm. thing. That's true. I got. Yeah, I have a whiteboard. Can I tell you, you got magnets. I got a, okay. a magnet whiteboard so you can uh-huh. mark down what you wanna, what That's what you're level. missing. That's and what do you level. write on? Oh, okay. to, for a grocery list. Yeah, so on the whiteboard. Oh, smart. That's very is, smart. Which is weird. So then you never. Go into the grocery store and not have like your list. Uh, yeah, I'll have a list. I will have a list. Yeah, I, I don't want to miss out. I mean, which is weird because I don't do nothing but order out all the time. But whatever. Uh, I've been cooking a lot though lately. I've been cooking. So what uh, you been cooking? What you cook? I, I cook everything. Dante you don't cook. know. Yeah. Dante can oh, cook. I get busy. I um. Really? As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Yeah, well, so I was, when I was in college, I um I went to SUNY New Paltz upstate, and uh, there was an Italian restaurant I was looking for a dishwasher. 
and I took over as a dishwasher. But the guy call him your Sicilian, tricked them for the first two days. Nah, they just stuck me in the back. They knew I was a nigga. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but they they got me to wash the dishes, and the guy who did it was actually from a very famous Italian restaurant in Sheepshead Bay called Mama Leone's, and he moved up to Wappinger Falls to do this high end, you know, this high end fucking Italian restaurant. Which, you know, them hicks up in up in, in the Catskills, all they wanted was pizza and meatballs and spaghetti. And he was doing rigatoni with the four cheeses. He was doing milk-fed veal, parmesan. He was, you know, calamar, shrimp, fried. He was doing all the high-end stuff. And so basically the business was hemorrhaging money because they... Like he would do this thing where he would cook a pot of of like so they make this the red sauce and the cream sauce for the whole week, right? So you have a big ass one of them big ass pots. If you stirred the old sauce, the new sauce with the old spoon from the old sauce, he would throw the whole fucking thing out. Mm. Oh Jesus! He would, yeah, he was ridiculous he, he was, was serious yeah yeah but that's why the business was going out of business so i think i worked there for like a week and then he was like the 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 cook quit so the owner was who actually was you know he was italian he he had to take over the head cook and he was like you know um i so i was doing breads and salads right and i got one of my boys who was dominican to do the dishes and then the sous chef quick, and I moved up to the sous chef. Mm. And I got another one of my boys, one of my frat brothers, to come and fill in. And he became breads and salads. The other did do so. It's all it's all black folks in the kitchen. Oh, before you know it, this is an Italian restaurant, right? And so it was just me. And then I was next to the main cook, and then he would show me how to cook. Now my mom's from Virginia, so my mom is collard greens, macaroni and cheese, and and she she turkey wings, turkey necks, and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. My dad's from Antigua. Yeah, my dad's coconut. You make a turkey neck parmigiana? Is that what you nah, mean? Well, I, I, that might be something to look at. Oh, it's hard that to might the be cheese. They, they, you can't get the cheese out of the, the, the neck. Well, whatever. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, my dad was West Indian, so he cooked cuckoo and, and saltfish and mm. oxtail and stuff like So I had that. And then I worked with this guy for, for like two years. I cooked in the, in the restaurant as the head chef. So I get down. And then every time I would bag up a new chick, it would, if she was Mexican, I would I would be doing mole sauce. With, so you uh, you would be like one of those mutants that takes the power. Like you put yeah, your hands I'm, and you like, consume their, their skills and <laughs> power. The chick ability? with the gray hair, the, the chick from the X Men. Storm or is it Jean? <laughs> no, no, uh, no. The other one, um, Rogue. Oh, Rogue. Rogue that's what right. I mean. <laughs> take, the, take the power. So I would, you know, I'd be a Dominican chick and be a Mexican chick and be there. You know, I would take everybody's cuisine. And then, you know, when you cook, I mean, it, um, you could cook, right, Cole? You could cook. I mean, I can cook. I oh, ain't boy. like, look, look at here. That, all, saying, that oh, answer shit. I could already that tell. What had happened was, no, what had happened? I can cook. Let me tell you, I typically cook when I got a man. If I ain't got no man, though, I ain't going to lie. I don't really be cooking like this. Right, right. Oh, interesting. It's very interesting, like how I won't feed myself, but I'll feed somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's what we do. That's what we do. But I mean, that's. 
part of the deal. You know what I mean? You gotta, you know, you gotta get niggas some pussy and a good meal. Like if you give it, I mean, no. If you yeah. give, if you give a nigga some pussy and a turkey sandwich, he good. <laughs> Leave a nigga full, stomach full and his balls empty. You will never have a problem with your yeah. man. Nah, you lie. Cause I done had hella problems with niggas, and I done fed them and gave them pussy. Oh boy, what happened? What are the problems for? Okay, here we go. This is what I want to know about. What I mean, happened? I don't, know, I don't even know where to start. Like, I mean, uh, so many problems. Uh, mm. But what do you think the most consistent one is, or the one you've encountered the most? I don't know. You know what's crazy? I don't meet men with like ambition or nothing. Like they don't Mm -hmm. have no goals, no nothing. (laughs) They just be like, but it's crazy because we vibe so well. And I'm just like, why do I vibe with bums so well? It's very (laughs) interesting. Like we just really have a lot of chemistry, but they don't have any ambition. Like my ex, so my ex. With the 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 ending point for us was he ended up cheating and he got a girl pregnant, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, which we all do once in a while. No, I'm I'm bugging. I'm, I'm tripping. I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, he ended up cheating and getting this girl pregnant. Right now, yeah. mind you, I knew the nigga. This, this is the thing that be getting me off. I literally asked them, y'all, because women know they man. You know right. your man. Right, right. I, I said, yo, you fucking somebody else? I asked him a million times. I said, just tell me. Just tell me if you're fucking somebody else. No, if he, if he said yes, then what, it, what happens from there? Then when, when he told me that he had gotten her pregnant, he wouldn't have got slapped the way he did. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. Because but- then... Because then, then you've already told me that you cheated. So her being pregnant is not like such a blow. It's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Because you you fucked her. Yeah. But so so you were surprised about the pregnancy, but not the cheating. Honestly, I wasn't surprised about none of it because I okay. knew him. Like, so okay. he moved me into this apartment, right? Him and his best friend moved me into this apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you. It was like I could smell her on him. Even though I knew that he hadn't been around this girl, mm-hmm. it was like I knew it. I, but I knew I would sound crazy if I just started spazzing on him while he was moving me in my apartment. Yeah. So I. What do you mean he was moving was you in your apartment? Him. I'm sorry. I don't know. You understand. smelled him on you while he was moving you in? I just, I just, it, it was just like a, I knew the bitch was some, I just felt her mm-hmm. energy. Like, uh-huh. whatever happened, her apparently she lived in a completely different state, this girl. So okay. he had traveled and went to go see the girl, fucked her, got her pregnant. Which, so what was his excuse for for traveling? Like, how did he... What was he the, said he went to go see his cousin. Not like he was ambitious. Not like he was going for a job or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he said he went to go see his cousin. He went to go uh-huh. see his cousin. And at the time... His daughter lives in another state, so he would travel. He was traveling to go see his daughter, so because mm-hmm. he had a daughter, okay. you know what I'm saying. I at the time I had a one kid minimum. Now I have no right. kid, like no kid. You can't have no kids. Right, right. He ruined no it for everybody. Right. He ruined like, you it for can't everybody. have no kids or any hobbies. No kids. Can't be on no Which, bowling team. And no and no cousins. You can't no have cousins. no cousins. No, no children. Now there can't even have a mama. Okay, I don't even trust these niggas' mamas now. You know what I mean? I had to, I had to cuss his mama out and everything. Mm. 
Uh, why, you cut this, why you cut this mom out? Because she raised his bitch ass. Yeah. You raised That's fair. Nigga. That's a fair That's point. Fair. You got to go to the fair. source. Listen, when the you, team loses, you don't just blame the players. You blame right. the manager, the, the, coach. the coaches, the, the general manager. Yeah, Mind you, it. I have been around her. Kiki and we girl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. We yeah. The created coaches, this relationship. Everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? She knew who I was. And she uh-huh. just she just coddling this nigga. Like, no, this nigga's trash. What are we talking about here? You know the product you made. Your mom don't even like you. <laughs> you yo, so I'm I'm telling you, it it, it was, I mean, and I fed Okay, like a little bit. I could probably yeah, I cook fam. I cook fam. But mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I was working like full time. I was doing comedy. Now, this is what I will credit him with. And I think honestly, this is why he came into my life. Right? When I met him, I wasn't doing comedy like that. Like I would do mm-hmm. like one show. You know what I'm saying? One show mm-hmm. a week, maybe. And he was like, yo, you're not doing comedy. Like, you need if to you, rest like, up. If you want to do it, you gotta do yeah, it. Yeah, you need to do it. And so uh, you know, Carrie Cadet. Yeah. So Carrie Cadet had this show, and at the time, I was really like, I wanted to be her friend, and I was really nervous about like just talking to her. Right. Uh-huh. So he went with me to a show where she was, and I was so nervous to talk to her. And he was like, "Yo, we not leaving till you talk to her." And I went up and I spoke to her, and we was cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Carrie and I have like created our relationship from then on. But mm-hmm. see, now that's um, a great thing because he's trying to is. motivate yeah. you. Except when he you was, realize later did. on. When he was so he's like, I ain't shit, you. but I'm gonna make you shit. No, and but then I'm gonna right. get... what he his motivation exactly was. It. Hey, you're yeah. not doing comedy enough nights. You need to be out of this house. How am I gonna be right. like? Mon- how am I gonna nights. be? Mon- how am I gonna be your Monique's daddy? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So he's right, like, daddy. This is while I'm going on shows. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm he saying. Was like, like, you need to be on the road. He would come to the shows. He would come to the shows. He was very supportive. And I mean, like I said, I mean, he got me going. Like he'd be like, yo. You need to have five shows a week. And I mean, I, I started revving it up. And I mean, he was right. really good at that. But then towards the end of our relationship, he did tell me. And it was very honest. He said, listen, our lives are going in different directions. Mm-hmm. And I had to listen to that and be honest with myself. And you know so I mean? is my child. He's he's <laughs> he's coming into manhood. And <laughs> we are on our way out. Bruh, that kid, that yeah. kid, I Remember, he, I think he said something about the kid. I told him, I said, I don't want to hear shit about that fucking kid. Because mm-hmm. we started, we kept fucking after. Like, we kept fucking, because the this right, right. was so good. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. tough. It was a tough break. You know what I'm saying? So, but when I was done, I was done. Yeah. So, we were done after know. fucking. <laughs> after you, when he I had was the kid. Done. He had the kid we fucked for like two years after. And then when I was done, I was That's done. That's it. Except, <laughs> except for that one time That's on my it. birthday. And then also. I smacked thanks, the shit out of him. And then we had a good pounding, and then yeah, I mean, uh, Lord. then that was it. But I'm free now. I'm free now. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm free. Hell yeah. up, y'all. Hell up. As long as you Look, no kids, no cousins. cousins. Don't come at me when I'm no cousins and no mama. I ain't doing your kids. That's what we. That's where I draw the line. And your mama better be. Don't don't let your mama be too friendly. I don't want she's too friendly. I don't like it. I don't, I don't even want to meet your mama. I don't got time. <laughs> I, I cuss mamas out. I cuss mamas out. You know that. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. You know, I'm gonna tell you when you talk about that that 
I fucked him for a long time afterwards. What happened? I'm going to tell you what's interesting about that. And I've learned this through years and years and years. So you you know Pav, you know what Pavlov's dogs is, right? Uh-huh, Salvate. Salivate, you ring the bell, the dog, you feed the dog. It so was what a happened? test that you did that uh, Pavlov did to, if you could convince a dog, every time you rang a bell, if you gave them a steak, what would happen is if you eventually rang the bell, they'd start salivating even before they got without the steak. The, without the steak. So what happens to with a, with, with what you sexually is, when you fucking with somebody, you're being brainwashed whether or not, well, I mean, you, there's an imprint. You come, your imprint, you know their smell, you know their taste, you know the tone of their voice, you know the tempo of their voice, the way they smell, the way they feel. And so all those times that you have sex and the sex is great, what happens is though the sex is great, which is the steak, is triggered by the smell, his smell. This tone of his voice, mm. this the, the his the way he tastes, the way all of those things, and so what happens is we we become programmed into this thing where we feel like we can't be with anybody else because we we're animals. I mean, we're still primates, so we imprint, and so we're so accustomed to that that um you know that that stimulus, which is their tone, their voice, this the the smell it take all of those senses and your body goes oh this is this i remember how good mm-hmm. it is and so the sex is good because it's 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 multiplied by the fact of this anticipation the anticipation of what you go so when you continue fucking it you can't really get out of it like you then you have to get out of it on a cognitive level because on a on a on a visceral level you still you're still getting that dope, you're dopamine real hit. Smart. That's yeah. I'm telling you. So the cognitive, that's what ended up happening. Like, right, right. I, I ended up like we stopped talking, and I, then I went back because I was just like fiending, and it was during the pandemic. You know, mm-hmm. I was lonely as hell. So then, once I was around him more, I stopped liking him. I was like, damn, I love him, but I definitely don't like him anymore, and right. I don't need to be around him anymore like I what really did you what didn't you like about. what didn't you like about him so what i realized is that he got on my nerves really bad um and he would i know that people use this term and i fucking hate this term like gaslight shit like he would uh, and i hate the term just lying he's just lying lying all the time just i mean he would and obvious me, like yeah, he would flip shit on me. Like he would get mad that I was sleeping. I wasn't sleep. It was like, nigga, I was, I was literally watching it. Like we yeah. would be watching him. He was like, you ain't watching it. And I'd be like, nigga, I'm watching it. He'd be like, what just happened? And then he'd get mad that I'll right, right. some annoying shit. And I was Try like, it. you know what? This ain't it. This ain't it. And you know. He ain't. He had nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm 35. What, now, was I'm he trying five. to, was he creating a fight so that he could slide out and then go do dirt? Was that it, too? Nah, it wasn't like that. Nah. Well, what do you but, think I was mean, creating the, 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 this need to create this chaos? I think it's just him. I mean, when yeah. I re- really look, look at that relationship, mm-hmm. that, that type of stuff happened a lot. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. 
Uh, for instance, okay, I'm gonna give you an example. Now, granted, I ain't gonna lie, Dante. I'm not good with birthdays. I suck at birthdays. I, okay. I almost damn near forget my mama birthday. Only person okay. birthday I don't forget is mine. Okay? okay, I'm really bad at birthdays. Okay. So, um, I had bought him dinner. He was at work. I had just come from a concert. I was like, you know what? Let me go get this nigga some food. Take it to his job. Take it to his job. We talking, and somehow we get on his birthday. Mm-hmm. Right now, mind you, every year I would make sure that this nigga had a good birthday. Like mm-hmm. you, you gonna have, you know, something. I'm gonna do something for you for your birthday. I don't play right, my right. birthdays if I know that they coming. Okay. And so, uh, he asked. He said, "Yeah, when my birthday?" So I ain't gonna lie. I had the right date, but the wrong month. Okay. <laughs> right? Okay. He got so upset, y'all. Like, so upset. Nigga, go into his job, leave me standing outside. My, it was like one in the morning, something crazy. And I'm just like, yo, it, it, it pissed me off. I ended up leaving. But I mean, it just pissed me off. It was just like, you know, just these very exaggerated reactions for like, right, to right. me, the most minimal things. To me, it just was like, yo, like, if I celebrate your birthday every year, Right. You asking me what it is. Why do that really matter? Do y'all think that that matter? Is that like a thing? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm not going to, I'm not a real birthday dude. Like, I don't make it, but it, I'm also a dude that don't, like, I don't ask for nothing all year round. I also am not, I'm okay. If you doing things all year round, I'm also going to give you a pass because that's you know, like we good all the time. That's you know what, what I mean? I'm saying. So That's I'm, what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna trip if uh you know, if I'm you not gonna trip yeah. if, if I go I, by the batting average. Like if you're just it's not yeah. like I'm forgetting on the day. I yeah, just yeah. forgot it in conversation. Right. Yeah, oh, I get that. Oh, 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 yeah. So you know, yo, so you remember it on the day, though, right? Yeah. Oh, oh that's okay. even easier. Yeah, that's fine. It's just literally oh, yeah, VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. But I'm going to tell you what it is, too. Like, did, did he grow up with a father? Him and his father got issues. Okay. And... Because it does sound like chicks, and right? you did you did cuss your cuss his mama out, right? So his mama was yeah. like whoop de woo. So she she gave him a safe haven to be a clown. She did. She gave him a lot of green lights, and that's what mm-hmm. I realized too. We come from two different types of households. Well, you know what what happened, this is crazy. What happens too with a lot of with a lot of dudes? Well, how do I put it? So if they don't really grow up with their father, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have a masculine energy in their home, right? So how do you? Well, it's not just masculine you, energy, but you learn how to you learn how to converse and and disagree with people by the people you're by your parents. So right, if you're right. learning from a, a female perspective of how to approach and problem solve, that's what you learn how to do. Right. So you learn yeah. how to you learn how to communicate like a, a woman, yeah, like bitch assness. Now, look, if you're getting that from a, if you're getting that from a girl, it's expected. But when you get it from a guy, when a girl gets that kind of bitch assness from a guy, it, it is a big turnoff. It's like 
nigga, like you petty? Like, how could you keep me? How could you keep me? How can you protect me when you petty? Petty. That's the word. That is the word. He used to call himself like the petty guy. Uh, like that's yeah. what he called himself. Like that's not and a thing. Those were like red flags, y'all. Yeah, yeah. But our energy was in, like, we were inseparable. Yeah. And I hadn't had that in maybe, like, I don't know, a year or two. Or no, no, no. no what did he do for a living? Was he a bouncer? I feel like you would dance, date a bouncer. Bingo! Oh, no. Who are you? Oh, no. How did you pull that off? Why? Oh, my God! He is, like, top flight of, of the world. Like, it's security. This nigga yeah, all his jobs are security. Yeah, yeah. So my best friend so, clowns me on that. She be like, "Bitch, all you do is day security. Like that's right. all I do is day security." So it's about ba- because bounces is big niggas. So 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 let me because I bounced as well. But so here's let me tell you, any nigga over two hundred fifty pounds has played security somewhere, put a black t-shirt on and some cargo pants in front of somebody's club somewhere yeah. and yeah. made people feel uncomfortable about their self-esteem. So that's that's the job. But what people nobody wakes up and goes, I want to be a bouncer. Right. What happens, you're a big nigga, you played football, maybe you boxed, maybe you did martial arts, maybe you played basketball, you blew your knee out. You're, so you have a situation where you was a big nigga, maybe you was a sports nigga in high school or whatever, you never made it, and so a lot of dudes are living off that hype, and then the job that they get because they're a big nigga is, is, um, is the bouncer. And the other thing is that, here's the thing, um, bouncers like big girls. Bouncers love big girls, big pretty girls, love a big pretty girl, and a big pretty girl is all about, oh, this nigga, blah, 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 this big nigga, he, ah, 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 right? So it's it just fits. The problem is a lot of times it's when you don't have masculine energy in your home and you've learned to, now you're a big nigga, but you petty, but you you argue like a girl, like you, like for, for a nigga to, to go, Yo, where my birthday? I'm going back and like that's bitch assness. So, so there's a contradiction between, um, between uh, this masculine thing that you're attracted to, and this feminine thing that you're dealing with with this thing. It doesn't it, what you call an incongruence. Why you get along so well? Because it was like having a female best friend. Like she's you like your girl, kind of, but yeah. not. But but she's not your girl when you want. You, he, he shouldn't be your girl when you don't want him to be your girl. You know what I mean? What are you guys? Are you guys like relationship counselors? <laughs> yeah, that's like, what the show is. That's yeah. what the whole show is. You know, that's I what the. Know. Okay, so look. Okay, okay. And <laughs> she's like, okay, so let me get look. it in there. Put a put a pin in that one. You put a okay. pin in that one. Okay, let's go on to another one. All right, we gonna we 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 gonna do we gonna do okay okay we gonna do the one before him and then mm. the newest one just to see if y'all can help me with the newest one. Okay, okay, perfect. Now, the one before him, right? This is crazy. He and I met. Mind you, niggas come after me and I don't even be looking for niggas. I promise you. Hmm. So this guy, I met him. I went to college in 2004, y'all. 2004. It took Uh, me eight years to graduate college because I'm not a school person, right? Right. 
because you're a scholar. Go ahead, move on. <laughs> this nigga sat next to me in community college, right? Wow, my freshman okay. year. I didn't remember him, honestly. He kept my number for years. He texted me in, or he hit me on Snapchat in like, 2017, 2016? Because nobody don't even use Snapchat no more. <laughs> but this is when Snapchat was popping, right? This is yeah. like 2016, 2017, right? He uh-huh. hits me up on Snapchat. He says, yo, is this Courtney? And I'm like, yeah. He like, you remember me? I had the biggest crush on you. You, I asked you on a date. You ain't, t- you know, you ain't taking me up on the offer, whatever, whatever. He says a picture of himself. Cool. Mind you, mm. I do remember this dude. I mm. don't remember him asking me on, on a date. Big nigga. The Big nigga. Big nigga. Security crazy. nigga. Another security nigga. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what's funny? My friends, they always were like, yo, all your niggas look the same. Dante, okay, so B, look. Dante BNS. <laughs> Big, Big nigga, nigga syndrome. Big nigga syndrome. Or security, wait, whatever. The company. You call the wait, company up. You guys got to you. Wait, wait. What, what am I going to do with a little nigga, though? That's the I, question. I feel you. I feel you. I like, feel you. Stop. Yeah. You got to have somebody that's going to hold that big leg up. You got to put that big leg up on that shoulder and hold it up. And, and, not, and not be sweating. Don't falter, nigga. Don't falter. <laughs> so, me and him talk for hours. I'm talking about every day. Four hours. For He lives in Atlanta, right? Hours and hours and hours. No daddy, no daddy, right? Uh, no dad. Uh, nah, his mom and his daddy was married. His mom and his okay. dad was married. Okay. He was a man's man. Now I okay. give him that. Like this nigga, okay. like you know, he had him a Benz, he had him a ride. Well, now let me let me say this too. When you say he's a man's man, you could see the difference about when a nigga got the father in the house and when the father is not. There's a big difference. There's a difference in the. In the, there in was that, a difference in how he cared right, 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 right. The, the, not the petty shit. So let me say this real quick before you get into it. So Patrice, I did, I did this show with Patrice on radio. That's how the show. The show used to be called Black Philip. We changed it to Beige Philip, and now we call it Man School. Right? Okay. So Patrice didn't grow up with his daddy, and and as much as Patrice was a billion dude, brilliant dude. But if when we would have fights, he would give me the silent treatment. Like, I wouldn't even know it was a problem. And he just wouldn't call me. I'd be calling me, wouldn't call me back. Then I'd be like, yo, is he all right? You know what I'm saying? Because he had diabetes. I was like, and then I would call. He was like, oh, yeah, well, you know. You have to was, figure out, that was, A, that he was angry. And then that B, he was mad he was, at me. And, and then, then he, what he was angry about. And then he wouldn't call me until he wasn't angry. And I was like, well, why didn't you just tell me? He was like. Cause you would have said you didn't say it, and I. But what if I didn't say it? Like, what? What are we talking? But he had real chick tendencies. Now his mama. This is a, a funny thing. His mama was a handful, and this is why I knew his mama was a handful. He once told me a story about how a dude threw a box fan at his mama. You know, the window box fan, uh, right? Uh, the square, so joint, now, square joint. Yeah, the big joint that goes in the window. Now, here's here's how you know it. Nobody throws a box fan. You feel me? It's it's big. It's bulky. It's a long cord. You got to... How frustrated you got to be to throw something that's not it's easy to throw? It's got to be two-handed. 
You got to throw saying, two handed. You easy yeah. off throwing an ashtray. You can do, you know what I'm saying? A, a plate. But if you throw a box fan, that means nothing else is available. And this is what just got me so angry that I'm going to throw a box fan at it, right? So it all, it's, it's interesting how the Sherlock Holmes in me goes, man, she must have really been a handful to get hit with, to, to get a dude that's so angry to throw a box fan. It's not even easy to throw. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm trying to think, it would be like throwing a VCR at somebody. First, you'd have to be in 1980. Right, right. Then you gotta pick it up and you know it's just it's not something that's convenient. (laughs) So, so we he he had a lot of bitch tendencies when as a because he didn't have because when there was conflict when you're a kid you learn how to fight and argue and to 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 engage socially by who you watch and if all you got is your mom in there that's what you watch. So when you talk about the dude that had the baby, he he's watched his mother do petty shit, be petty, you know, let be in her emotions. And so he, even though he might be, I'm gonna say he's what six four, three fifteen. Nah, he wasn't that tall. He was like my height. Nah, yeah, he like, was like my height, like, like two two eighty. Yeah, too. All right. So, so you, but you learn, yeah, you big nigga, a big nigga learn, but you learn it from your mama. You learn it how to socially argue and engage like your mama because your daddy's not around. Whereas when you look at the dude who grew up with his father, it's a different energy. He has a different energy. You feel me? Well, I'm, well, I know what I will say with that situation too is I do the, um, the, the silent thing too. Yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah, but, when, but yeah, you're a girl. You have a vagina. You're supposed to. That's what you're supposed yeah. to. Yeah, oh. but but I learned with that to stop doing that because he, yeah, yeah. he hated it. Well, you got and to yeah. experience how annoying it is. So you're yeah. like, man, I can't believe <laughs> chicks do this. Is this what we do? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like, is this what we do? Girl, you gotta yeah. stop doing that. You gotta express yourself. This is but awful, this ladies. Thing, you went to the other. Men ladies. don't this like when women express themselves. That's a, y'all don't like when we express ourselves. No, we do. You express it's the and the way you express yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. If you're reasonable, hey, I'll tell you something. It, mm. it, it, so this is. We'll finish telling me the story, and I'm gonna. I want to go, Harry. Remind me to go over the jelly bean theory. Right, sure. I haven't done that in a while. But go ahead. A jelly bean theory. I got the jelly bean too, but just we'll talk about it after. But go ahead. Go ahead. That's finish the story. Okay. So this guy, like, he pursued me. Literally pursued me so much so. To the point where I was ready to pack up my shit and move to Atlanta. Right. Wow. I had taken I had taken a trip to Atlanta. Me and my homegirls rented a car, drove to Atlanta. Cause my mm-hmm. friend was like, bitch, you gotta see him in person, right? Mm-hmm. He comes, picks me up. It was amazing. Like it was mm. amazing. Like, it was a vibe. Yeah, it was yeah. a vibe. Yeah. Like we we talked about our wedding, what DJ we was gonna have playing at the wedding, all this stuff. Now, mind you. He had a son, right? He kept mm-hmm. telling me about this son. A son. Okay. A son. Mm-hmm. He had a kid. This was before my no kid calls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? He had a son. All right. So cool. Like I said, we having a good time. I come back home. I'm like, yo, I'm moving to Atlanta. Like, I can do my career in Atlanta. I can figure life out in Atlanta. It's cheaper or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, cool. He ends up telling me, because we're talking. We were talking about, like, uh, oh, the conversation was this. He said that he would not ask the woman's 
father or brother or uncle or whoever for her hand in marriage. If he was asking a woman to marry him, he said he just don't feel like he didn't feel the need to do that. So I said to him, well, if you had a daughter, wouldn't you want her her significant other to ask? And he said uh, he waited, 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 days, days, we in the conversation, days, days later. He says, oh, I realized when we had that conversation, I actually do have a daughter. Oh. By the same woman? Look, I said by the same woman? Yeah, by the same. So they live in the same house. Uh, and you want to mention the daughter. Yeah. All right, cool, y'all. I ignore that risk. I ran, yeah, because that's that means he's still right with there. her. He's still with her. Dante? <laughs> Damn it. Okay. <laughs> So I ignore the fuck out of this red flag, right? Mm-hmm. I go to Atlanta by myself, right? Mm-hmm. I fly, I fly myself to Atlanta, right? Yo, I'm here. I'm here, right? He knows I'm coming. He knows uh-huh. I'm coming. You know, because I'm going to look at apartments. Right. That's why I'm in. Right. I'm excited. We about to have a great weekend. We about to have sex because we hadn't had sex or nothing like that. So I'm excited, right? Right, right. right. Cool. Get there that night. Don't see him. That day, that day, I'm like wasting time. I'm going to look at apartments, whatever, whatever. He's like, I got my son. I got to do this for my son. I got my son. son." He comes to me at like 11. Eight, 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 eight o'clock that night. Late, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says, "What? Um, he, he like okay. So what you want to do, nigga? I I'm here for my. How the fuck you don't know what you, what we gonna do? So I tell him, I'm I'm one of them romantic type chicks. I like cute shit. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, take me to the fair. I seen this little bum ass fair on mm-hmm. the side of the. You know how to stop. Right, 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 right. Anyway." He's like, why don't we just do room service here? (laughs) Right. Get in the car. This nigga, yo, he he wouldn't get out the car to open the door. He like doing a little dumb shit. Like dumb shit. Like where like he won't open the door. Like little shit to like grind my gears, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. Get in the car. And we looking at the fair and it's like people leaving, right? So he's like, damn, it look like it's about to close. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to just ask somebody, you know, if it's about to close. Mm-hmm. He like, nah, don't do that. It's the neighborhood we in. I'm like, nigga, please. You know, I'm from Detroit. I don't give a fuck about that shit. <laughs> so I, I stopped the guy. I let down the window. I stopped the guy. I said, yo, what time do the fair close? He said, yo, I think it closed at like 11 or some shit. Cool. I let up uh, the window. This nigga's pissed. Pissed. Right? Mm. He pays for the parking, gets our tickets. He says nothing. He's walking ahead of me. He says nothing. Like, bitch, Ash. I don't, I don't know what it is about me that attracts these type of niggas. Mm. All right, cool. Get to the fair. He pays for everything. He says, uh, you want, because I think I wanted like a kitty app. I'm like, I want a kitty mm. app. Uh, you know. Yeah, some goofy shit. You trying to be goofy. Bad. Some goofy shit. <laughs> With me and Teddy Bear, nigga. Right? <laughs> This nigga, we walk around one time. He's like, you ready to go? Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's go. Get in the car. He He's like, not talking to me. Literally, oh, not wow. talking to me. Like, silence treatment. 
right? Mm. So get back to the Airbnb. And I'm like, damn, nigga, you wrong? He's like, yeah, I'm wrong. I'm like, heard you. I'm mm. devastated. I'm pissed. I am livid. Mm-hmm. Right? My flight is early as fuck in the morning. I'm so happy I got that early ass flight. Like, right, so you out of here. So I'm out of here, right? I later on put everything together. This nigga yeah. has a whole entire family. Yeah. He married you, to the bitch now. That's the crazy thing. He and, and, you cramping, and you cramping his style coming in when he because has... Because he got to get home to his bitch at a certain time. And, yep, and he and he didn't have time to prep this. He couldn't prep it, so it could have been all love like it was the first time. Corny ass. When nigga. I tell you, when I tell you, I have had my fair share of just corny niggas, and I don't understand what it is about me mm. that attracts these types of men. It's not you. It's not you. It but is. Let, it's something. Well, let me. Let me. I'm a, let me we're gonna do. We're gonna do some Patreon, but let's plug all your shit, all your social media, and everything. And then you can join us all over right, Patreon, y'all. everybody. All right, y'all. It's your girl, Courtney B. Make sure you follow me at My Life Is A Joke TV on Instagram, all right? At My Life Is A Joke TV on Instagram. If you want to see any of my shows or any of my work, make sure you go to my website, www.mylifeisajoketv.com, all right? And make sure you watch me every week on VH1, 8 p.m. on Wild and Out. How many episodes did you do on Wild and Out? Did like 13? Wow, okay. Yeah, it's been like 13 episodes. You know, it was cute. It was cute. We filmed <laughs> like, they filmed like 30 episodes though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, like, Godfrey just did it. And all that. Right, exactly. I was, yo, when I say I was so happy Godfrey was there with me, I was so Oh, happy he was Godfrey. there with you. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, dope, dope. he was there with me. It was so great to just have like that familiar. Somebody, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yo, Harry, talk to me real quick. Uh, just follow all my stuff at Harry Turjani, and I'm putting more stuff on YouTube and on uh, TikTok. So follow me over there. Uh, everything Dante Nero, Google me, bitch. Um, GYBB, uh, get your balls back. WWDD, what would Dante do? The Sexual Revolution's being podcasted. I love y'all, man. Don't forget the one on one consultations. Hit me at DanteNero.com. Click on consult. Don't forget to sign up for the Patreon. And check out my TikTok and everything. I've been putting a lot of stuff on that. Yo, we are out.